You know what I love most about this experience? What you love? Is that we get to do it together. 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 Like, together. that's extreme <laughs> unity, you know? Yes. That's extreme unity. You know what I also love? What? Your voice. I love how you came in on that podcast. That, oh, your voice was incredible on this microphone. Nah. It, it is incredible. It's Go ahead. Right. Okay, it's not all right. Go ahead and give the people a taste of what I get to hear every single day. Go, go ahead, babe. Do it for them. This is no ordinary love. It's extraordinary love. Oh my God. That just did <laughs> Let's something. Let's get into too. this podcast. Okay. Let's get into this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. My name is Ed. And I'm Yvette. And we are the Clemens, and this is the Extraordinary Love Podcast. This podcast is about all things love, but not just ordinary love. We're talking about extraordinary love. How do you love to the level that God has loved you? This podcast is for singles. This podcast is for those who are dating, engaged, or even married. This podcast is for you because you was destined for extraordinary love. Well, I'm excited about today's episode. We are in the kickoff phase of this brand new venture that we get to do together. I'm excited to be here. Are you excited to be here, babe? I'm excited as well. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. We're going to start today off with talking about our story. How we met. How we met. We would love for you just to get to know a little bit more about us because we truly believe, right? Like if you're going to help someone uh, in their journey of love, then you should be probably be comfortable with sharing your own love story. Yes. And, and we love our love story. Which version of our Which love version story? of our love story? Okay, that's a good one. Which version of our love story? I don't know. Does every every couple have two different versions of their love there's story? Are always, we the only one? No. There's, there's always, always multiple versions? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, well, I'll tell my version first because I think my version is the most accurate. No. Uh, okay, you don't think so? Mm-mm. I think my version is the most accurate. Well, let's see what you're going to say. Well, well, so... My, my me and my wife we met uh in high school we are mm-hmm. high school sweethearts shout out to all the high school sweethearts out there mm-hmm. um we uh met in the 10th grade well actually in the 10th grade you saw me i did not see you um i called it a little stalkish you was kind of stalking a brother for a little bit there um at least that's what i found out right yeah, yeah yeah that's how it went down but anyway, we met in tenth grade, or she saw me in tenth grade, and I was I dating the. I was kind of. It's noticed. Okay, now okay, it's I'm noticed. Gonna you, I'm gonna okay, let you. I'm gonna yeah, cut yeah. you. I'm gonna let you let, tell let your me, side. Okay, mm-hmm. notice. You, she know you noticed no, me. Don't change your story. Okay. Say what you gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I, I say I say you was watching the brother. That's all I'm <laughs> <Okay>. saying. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I was uh, hanging around another girl, or liking another girl, or feeling another girl mm-hmm. at that time, and uh, and we were in portables. And I don't know if if anyone knows about portables but we was in portables your portable was on one side and mine was on the other Mm -hmm. but we can literally see uh the window of each portable across and uh i didn't know you knew me or paid attention to me but the next year in 11th grade i noticed you because you was in a class of mine and your sister uh I found out you had a sister, and me and her was already kind of close. It wasn't the next year because my sister was a freshman. Oh, my God. It was the same 
Was it the same year? In the second semester. You know, it's two parts. Of, that's true. It was the yeah, next semester. It was 10th grade, the second semester. And that's when your sister, I told her that your, your, you. So I noticed you the first semester. You did. And then you noticed me the second semester. And I told your sister mm-hmm. and uh, I told her I want to get the hook up. Um, help me get the digits. I had like no game back then. <laughs> I said, help me get the digits and uh, hook me up with your sister. And um, come to find out, you were in chorus, the advanced chorus. I was in the kind of intermediate chorus. The beginners. The beginners chorus. You didn't have to tell the folks <laughs> like that. God, man, intermediate sounds a little bit. A little bit better than beginners, but whatever. I was in chorus, mm-hmm. noticed you, your beautiful voice and everything. And uh, was it my voice you noticed? It was something else, but <laughs> I, was, I was a young man. I was a young man back then. I didn't know Jesus either. So, right, right. <laughs> but I noticed all of you. You know, I noticed all of you. And uh, I, <laughs> I uh, told her to hook me up, and she uh, said that she would. And I remember you saying or telling her that uh this scrawny linky was it linky that was the word you use is linky geeky. this geeky linky <laughs> dude this is what she called me y'all this geeky linky dude and uh make a long story short i ended up uh pursuing you with all that i had because mm-hmm. i wanted to show you i was not this geeky linky dude and uh i wore you down and and here we are today still going on 14 going on 14 years married and going on 18 years together. Wow. So that's my version of the story. It started a little stalkish. You were stalking me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I kind of was noticing you a little bit. And then your sister was kind of that one in between. Okay. Everybody always knows that the lady side of the story is the truth. Okay. So well, here tell we the go. folks the truth. Yes. So I noticed him 10th grade year, the beginning of 10th grade year. I thought he was very attractive. Yes. I thought he was tall. Come I thought on with that. he had a great um great style, mm-hmm. you know, how he dressed and you could tell that he was very intelligent because <laughs> he just had this intelligent look about him. And I'm not going to lie, I was feeling him. Oh, yes, good. But on. that was just for about a week. Oh, come on now. <laughs> that was like if I always say that was a Monday. By Friday. <laughs> <laughs> really? By Friday I was like, "Nah." Really? And I'll tell you why. Because I I noticed that um the young lady he was feeling, he was always around her. Like as he was always mm-hmm. around her. And when I, I was like, He's a bugaboo. Oh, come on. And now. that just turned me off. So he went from this intelligent, nice looking, put together guy. Still, still that today. Oh, more, oh than yeah. that, more than that today, but more than that, you know. Um uh, but I just it was a turn off for me. And you went from that to this geeky, nerdy dude who was just a bugaboo like mm. you know and you say i stalked you but i think you was a little stalkish oh, with the other it, girl? Just, <laughs> it just turned me off oh so then you know everything else about the story was true um we switched class we switched electives the latter part of that year and you was in my sister class and my sister was like this dude in my class like you and i was like please do not tell me it's that geeky tall linky dude yeah and it was him and i was like absolutely not wow 
Okay, I guess we can go with that side of the story if that's you. But I'm always gonna hold on to mine. You as a stalker, and I'm just, I'm that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm going with. That's just more fun. That version is more fun. That well, more, we we'll let, we'll more let the people decide okay. which story, which yeah, side of the story. You already you know believe. how ladies roll today. No, you know how y'all, y'all all truth. get together. No, Who, not whose today. side do you no, believe? I, I bet they're already saying, "I go with Yvette. I go with Yvette. I know how. I know how y'all are. I know how y'all are. Somebody out there know the truth. Well, anyway, so that's that's kind of the beginning of our love story. We got married in uh, 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually in college at Tallahassee, Florida. We're from Miami, Shout Florida. Um, born and raised. And we got uh, married in Tallahassee, Florida. We was attending Florida A&M University at the time. So go Rattlers. Uh, we are alumni strike, from that. Strike, strike, strike. strike, strike. Let's yes. go. They don't know nothing about that. All my Rattler uh, <laughs> alumni out there. But yeah, and so uh, then we moved to Raleigh, North Carolina in 2012, and we've been here ever since. This is where we're recording this this podcast from in our home in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we've been here since 2012. Yeah. And it's been going on a long time now. <laughs> I guess this is home now, you know? How many years is that? It's a been, lot. It's been a lot. It's, <laughs> yes. it's a lot. And so we've been together for going on 18 We've yeah. been uh, married going on 14. Mm-hmm. August 17th is our anniversary. Every time I do that, why are you looking why at me? Why are you looking at every me time, like that? Every, every time, time you I give the talk date. about the dates, you give me this, this like, like investigative right. <laughs> look. Like, you make me feel like you are interrogating me when you do that. Like, you do that all the time in front of people, in front oh, of everybody. No. It's like, you do not. Like, you just give me the <laughs> The worst look. Oh, my God. It just puts so much pressure on me. I am not a normal guy. I'm going to get it right. I know the dates, okay? I know the dates. I have a calendar. Um, but, yeah, so it's been it's been a great, great journey. And uh, we have grown so much in our relationship. We've grown so much in our marriage. We've grown so much over the years. You know, it's tough sometimes for people when you get together so young. Yeah. And then you get married so young. Mm-hmm. We were married at 20. 20 years old. And at 20, you don't know who you are at 20. No. Every 20-year-old probably think thinks they know. got it figured yes. out. You, think you, you do know not who know are. who yes. you are you at 20. Yes. <laughs> and it makes it tough sometimes when you get Extremely married that nice. young yes. because uh, you don't know who that person is right at the moment because they don't know Mm -hmm. and so you're learning each other together Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing it's tough it's a beautiful thing though because there's nobody else I would rather grow with than you right and I I believe when the Lord blesses you with a spouse or you find somebody that that you can literally spend the rest of your life with it is a beautiful thing when you can grow together Together. you know you can grow together but now we are 34 years old and we are nowhere near Ooh. who we were at 20. No. And we are totally different people now. Yes. Stronger, wiser, uh, more stubborn <laughs> than we were probably at 20. I'm not pointing at him. Uh, right, right, right. I'm <laughs> telling you, man, something happened when I hit crossed over 30. Not only did my knees start hurting, but like oh, <laughs> I know exactly what I want at 30. I became so stubborn at 30. But this, this, this uh, podcast and this episode... Uh, we want to talk about what does it mean uh, to have extraordinary love? Well, what does extraordinary love mean to us? Why do we name this podcast Extraordinary Love? Why do we want to help people find extraordinary love? Why do we want to help people love 
with extraordinary love, you know, recognize it or recognize extraordinary love. And so let's talk about it. Well, I think for me is anything out of the ordinary, like, you know, I'm attracted to you. So that kind of starts off being, you know, I, you know, attraction starts off being, I love you. Like, you know, it starts with attraction, then it grows into friendship and then it grows into love. Um, but extraordinary love, it's just something deep inside of you that knows that this person is, you know, for me, like he doesn't, he, he doesn't fit my list. Right. He doesn't fit what I think I should be, but he fits everything that I know. That you need. Everything I need and everything that I know that God has for me. Yeah. Because sometimes our wants can get in the way of what we actually wow. need. Wow, so good. So you know? good. And, and, and you know, when we were together back in high school, I don't even think we had a list. We, we were young. I don't oh, think I we, had a list. You had a list? Yes. You had a list in high school. I had a list in high school. Okay, I was a high school boy. My list was very short, okay? <laughs> uh, you need to look good, dress good, and I'm not going to say the other thing, but you need to be good. <laughs> and I, was, I, I was not saved all my life. And so... Right. But my list was very, very short as a mm-hmm. as a high school boy. And so but you had a list. That's interesting. You had a list in high school. I had a list. Wow. Wow. But my list was nothing that I needed. Wow. My list was like my list was like he need to look good. Yeah. You know, I like them a little a little thuggish. A little thuggish. You, know? you like wow, you like the you hardcore know, yes. dudes. Wow. I like the bad boys, you know. Um had to dress good, had to look nice, smell good, you know. It was all, you know, we from Miami. We're so from it's Miami. All about the, it's a different the money culture. life. Like, it's you know, a different culture oh, you have a, a nice yeah. car with the it's rims. A different culture. And, you know, the music. Some and, people you know, don't understand that. Yeah. You know, some people are different. You know, they, they their husband or the guy they with, they got to, you know, hunt or right. wear camo or be a handyman and things of that nature. And, and Miami is just like, I want the guy with the Jordans, you know? I, I get that. I get that. I get that. Like today, they'll call it with all the right vibes. Right, right, That right, was right. my list. And anybody knows that vibes don't bring you extraordinary love. Yeah. So I was looking for... Very fleeting. I was looking for ordinary love. And the Lord blessed you with extraordinary come love. On, come, come on, come on, somebody. somebody. <laughs> come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. So for me, I, I really do believe that extraordinary love is... It is, it is so much deeper than what we would normally do on a human level. Mm-hmm. As human beings, we know how to like people. We know how to treat them how right. To get along. How to get along with mm-hmm. people. Um, we, we know that when you get in a relationship, we know how to date. Some people don't know how to date, and we'll talk about that in this podcast this year as well. Um, but some people, they know how to do the things right. They, they know, you know, how to provide. They, have, they know how to be present. They know how to give gifts. They know, you know, they got good intimacy skills, you know, all these things. But that doesn't mean that they're loving someone with extraordinary love. Right. Uh, that can be learned behavior. That can be mm-hmm. just kind of innately who you are as an individual. My but, parents did it this way. Yeah, so. you know, but extraordinary love, it is, it is, it is, I think extraordinary love is something like forgiving somebody, but forgiving them fast, right? I think extraordinary love is, is submitting to somebody, um, 
I think extraordinary love is serving somebody. I think extraordinary love is uh, laying aside maybe even your dreams for a season while someone else, you help elevate their dreams. Mm. And um, I think extraordinary love is it's just this deep, deep, unconditional thing that can't be tainted, you know, that can't be polluted, that, that can't be destroyed. No matter what someone does to me, if I commit to to them being in my life and I marry this individual, then that way I am now committed to loving them deeply, widely, for a long time. It is an eternal love. I just believe extraordinary love is the deepest form of love. And we like to say it is loving people to the level that God has loved you. Mm -hmm. Okay? We so many times we want God to forgive us, extend us grace, give us mercy, right? Bless us, be always present and consistent in our life, but we don't want to do that for someone else. Right. In extraordinary love, it is going deeper. It is loving people beyond what they deserve sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. That can be hard in a relationship, loving someone beyond what they deserve, right? But when you get married, you get to the point of marriage, uh, I truly believe the Lord puts you two together for that reason, is that you are called to love that person to the level God has loved you. You are called to love that person mm-hmm. to the level God has loved you. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know why the divorce rate is why it is, Um in in our nation today. But I do believe, I do believe that when you get to the divorce table, when people get to the divorce table, okay, I promise you, they've not tapped into maybe extraordinary love. I think they've probably been loving on an ordinary level for a long time. I think they may have been grown out of love. I think they've gotten to the point where they've probably been tired of each other. Maybe there's been some hurt in the marriage. But I said this before. I said, you know, you can have all the communication in the world, the best communication in the world, but that still can lead you to the divorce table. Mm-hmm. You can have all the therapy in the world and that still will lead you to the divorce table. Some people still come around the table and sign divorce papers. They've seen every therapist, right? They read every marriage book. They listen to every marriage podcast, right? right? Like they've done all the things. They poured their hearts into this, this, this relationship then why are we still getting the divorce? I believe this. I believe because grace hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. I believe mercy hasn't shown up yet. I believe there's a deep, deep forgiveness that hasn't shown up yet. And maybe if you go back into the relationship and you start offering those things out of extraordinary love, then maybe, right, maybe... The marriage can be reconciled. The marriage can be reconciled. The divorce papers can be torn up, right? And so that's what extraordinary love is, is loving people to the level God has loved you. Mm-hmm. And so that's, we're excited Ooh, about. That's a hard thing to do. It's a very hard it's thing to do. not easy. Have you had a hard time loving me with extraordinary love uh, over the years? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> okay, you said that yes. kind of confidently. That's fine. I'll no, take it. No, it's the truth, though, you know? It's, it's, it's definitely the truth. I've had a hard time. With loving you with extraordinary love because it's yeah. easy to love surfacely. Yeah. It's easy to love 
um, surfacely, but it's hard to do the extra work yeah. to love you the way that Jesus has loved me. Wow. Or to love you the way that God has loved you. Yeah. When I look at you, sometimes I don't see you. I see the God in you. Right. And those are the parts that I love. It's hard to to look at you and don't see the God in you and not love you. Right. That's so good. That's so good. So when you look at me, you see not just me, you see the God in me. I don't just see your flaws. I don't right. just see your mistakes, but I see a guy who's been healed. I yeah. see a, a guy who even in his struggles, kneel to the Lord and surrender, right, right, right. you know, like, so the parts that I will, I will love you ordinarily. Yeah helps me to love you extraordinary yeah because without god is you can't love a person extraordinary so 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 there's there's a level of love of extraordinary love that you have to experience first yes from a good god Mm -hmm. to pour out to someone else i believe that i believe that i believe i believe that that if you get to a level with the lord with Jesus Christ in your life, I truly believe that that when you and, and it's a process. It's mm-hmm. a process, right? Like walking with God is a process. But I truly believe that once you've experienced certain things with him, you've overcome certain things with him and he's shown you certain things, he loved you on a very, very deep level, then you've now been exposed to extraordinary love. Right. And when you are exposed to extraordinary it's love, hard to love, it's people. hard to love people ordinarily. Yes. So good. So good. So good. Yes. It's so true. It's so yes. true. I you think that broke down what I was trying to say. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> you're, you're good at that. Um, I, I think the, the probably the hardest and toughest thing for me in our relationship with loving on this extraordinary love level is um, has <clears throat> been serving Oh yeah. It's it's been truly serving you, right? Like like even when I know you're wrong or even when you know I'm wrong, you know, it's like it's just serving you. It's just submitting and serving. Those were the two things we've always told each other in the toughest of seasons. We know that we are having a hard season in our relationship when we're not submitting and serving. And we notice that when we're not submitting and when we're not serving we're getting into our selfish, it's selfish nature. Our yes, selfish nature, yeah, yeah. Which I believe that's tr- that. That's when you start doing, when you start loving people from a selfish place. That's ordinary love. Yes. Right. That's that's an ordinary thing when that you're comes in it that, for just that, what you can get yeah, out. Yeah, of. that's an ordinary thing. Mm-hmm. But the extraordinary love is when you serve and submit to someone in 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 a very real way. Mm-hmm. And, and for example, submitting for you and I was laying down what we thought was right or the best method or plan for our set for our marriage or our relationship or our household at that time, right? And saying we're gonna submit, babe. Clearly I'm gonna submit to your idea, which that's tough for men. Talking to all my men out there, babe, I'm gonna submit to your ideas in this moment, in this season. Let's go with what you let's go with what you say. For vice versa. You know, babe, I'm gonna submit to your ideas. I don't have to have it my way. I don't have to have it my way. We do not have to do it my way. As long as we get to the goal, Mm. as long as we meet the goal, we do not have to do it. You do not have to do it my way. So when you submit your way, right, at the altar 
and you say, hey, you go ahead and you do it. We'll do it your way. I think that's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because one, there's no more tension, no more head butting. Mm -hmm. And two, it shows your spouse how much you care about how they think and what the value that they want to bring into the relationship. Right. You know, and how they want to contribute. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a beautiful thing. The, it's extraordinary love. It's extraordinary love. Mm-hmm. Now, the serving, now, that, now that's probably my, I've all I've struggled with that for some years. The serving is just, the, 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 it's, the it's easy, but man, it's just, it was tough Hard for me. Hard at the same time. It was tough for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've gotten to the point where, I started to put on what my past and my childhood experience was with a wife onto you. Mm-hmm. And by me doing that, it stopped me from serving you because I saw you in the light of someone in my life, of another woman in my life, mm-hmm. you know, a family member. I saw you in that light. And uh, when I saw those things come up, there were triggers for me. Mm-hmm. And then it was as that trigger will pop up, I'll say, nope, I'm not sorry. No, you're going to do it. You do it yourself. You do it this. You do it that way. Because I, I, I said to myself I didn't want a, uh, a dependent woman. Mm-hmm. I wanted an independent woman. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was loving you from an ordinary place because of my past wounds and my past uh, experiences. But when I literally submitted that to the Lord, I started loving you from an ordinary, uh, extraordinary place, mm-hmm. which I started serving you. And I took those labels off you, too. That's right. And I took those expectations off you, too. And I think that's extraordinary love when you completely wipe the slate clean. Would you agree? 100%. Yeah. But it also goes to what was your definition when you said and made that vow to yourself. That you didn't want to be with somebody dependent. You wanted somebody independent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's the thought process when you made that vow to yourself and the adult Ed that you are now. Right. Like what did you see as right. dependent right. and independent right. that made you not want to serve in that way? Because right. I'm a very independent woman, although right. we are married. So you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think what, what we're trying to get to is that extraordinary love is completely ripping up the list mm-hmm. and completely uh, dismantling the expectations mm-hmm. and completely wiping the slate clean, right, for all the things that you had experienced in the past with other people. Mm-hmm. This person should get the freshest version, right, of your love. Your love should not be tainted by something else that someone else did, mm-hmm. something else you experienced, and you're now loving this person with a filter on. Right. You can't. That's not extraordinary love. No. Ordinary love is loving with a filter. Mm-hmm. Extraordinary love is loving Take with no filter. Love. That's right. That's it right there. Loving with no filter. Mm-hmm. That's that's the new that's the new thing. That's the right? definition. Loving with no filter. <laughs> loving with no filter. Well, this was great. This was a great way to start off the podcast. I'm excited about this season. This was just a taste of what we're going to be getting into uh, this season. This is going to be the first season of the Extraordinary Love Podcast. We got so many topics that we're going to be going over. We're going to be here for the singles. 
We want to be here for those who are dating, those who are engaged, those who are married. We really just want to help people experience and give out extraordinary love because we truly believe we were all destined for it. No one was destined to be loved ordinarily. Hey, if you know anything about me, you will know that I am a Marvel comic books buff. I love all things Marvel. I also love all things DC. But the Marvel movies, every Marvel movie, every superhero movie always has an end credit scene. And you have to stay to the end to see the end credit scene. I thought it would be fun to put on our podcast kind of an end credit segment of our podcast. This is the extraordinary dating segment. We're going to talk about one date night that you can have to make that an extraordinary date night. And here it is. Do you know about Bob Ross? Bob Ross popular guy. Everyone loves Bob Ross. Bob Ross can be found on YouTube. He can be found on Netflix. And Bob Ross is the guy who does the painting. Hey, you want to have an extraordinary date? Why don't you go to Michael's? Go ahead and grab some canvases. Go ahead and grab some paint brushes, some paint. Come back to the house. Put on some Bob Ross and go ahead and pick a painting and you guys paint together and paint a Bob Ross photo together when you're paint when you're done painting the photo when you're done painting the photo ask that person what was the toughest thing that you have done in your life and if it's not a Bob Ross painting because those things are tough then that's going to lead into a very interesting conversation hey I hope that that is an extraordinary date night for you and your loved one and I just pray that you guys have an extraordinary extraordinary time and remember you are destined for extraordinary love